It's the bottom line on News Radio 610, KONA. From the Tri Cities to Olympia to DC, we break down. Break it all down. The stories of the day and the people making the news. And that's the bottom line. Time to get the bottom line. Presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser. With your hosts, Rob Francis and Ed Dawson. Welcome into the bottom line. News Radio 610-KONA. The phone number is 547-1610. You can also reach us via email, 610kona.com. The bottom line page, your name, where you're listening, what you would like to say. And we're on Twitter as well, at bottom line 610. And on Parlor. At the bottom line, it's 610. Robin Ed with you on this Wednesday afternoon. And um, <clears throat> as we continue to see um, the fallout, we continue to see comments and, and so on and so forth and, and actions and, well, I shouldn't say actions, some actions. Um, but I guess the question that rolls around in my head whenever we have situations like this, which We've had a number, and we probably will have more in the future, uh, just because that's the nature of life and things. They they, they happen. Um, <clears throat> words do so much. Um, you know, yesterday was was this this event called um, Blackout Tuesday, where. The music industry and some websites and some other things decided they were gonna they were gonna black out their websites or whatever and 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 that's fine and that's great and who's gonna remember that what what did that accomplish how much did that did did that really accomplish anything or was it just a moment that they could feel good about themselves that they put out a message to say yes we okay now we can go back to everything we were doing before we did it we feel good we can sleep at night what what exactly was accomplished was there anything that was changed um i'm, I'm gonna guess the answer is no because these things haven't produced the type of change it's just been a feel-good moment for people to go yeah we're gonna look good doing this you're up on the bottom line, News Radio 610 K1A. What's your name? Where are you calling from? HVAC on the roof today, gentlemen. What's going Worst on? Governor ever. Worst governor ever. Sitting here listening to the whole thing on the on the app, and I'm, I'm just real unpleased with everything he seems to be saying. I was a little, I mean, I didn't hear it all, but he's like, oh, I'm going to go have that meeting with the Black Lives Matter guys. Like, I get that there was a black, I don't know. It doesn't seem like the Black Lives Matter thing is what everybody's assuming it is. Like, if you start looking stuff up online and things like that, it's not quite what they were saying it was. But, yeah, I just wanted to say worst governor ever. And, yeah, he's a snake, man. I don't know how, how, how much worse you get than him, but he's a snake. So, thank you, gentlemen. You guys are great. Have a great day. All right, man. Stay safe up there on that roof. Thanks for the call. And, you know, I mean, yeah, we, we we're <laughs> I don't know how many arguments are going to be against worst governor ever uh, in some situations. But, you know, the governor didn't really talk tough on the looting, um, talked tougher on the police than he did the looters. Um, but what do you expect? I mean, really, what what do you expect? He is, he, is, he is campaigning while he is giving a speech. He is trying to attract votes for his reelection campaign, while he is giving a speech. We should expect no less. You're up on the bottom line, News Radio 610 K1A. Your name, where are you calling from? Hi, guys. It's Joe. I'm traveling. What's up, Joe? So I caught part of the governor's uh, speech. I have to agree with your previous caller. 
if this man were any more of a snake, he'd be shedding his skin right now. But the thing that got me about it is he's a pure politician. He sidesteps so many of those questions without actually answering the question that it, I, I was baffled by it. And then I'm, uh, he's talking about possibility of charges on these other officers, and he says he doesn't know anything, but he's throwing that out there that, you know, it could be that they need to be charged. Um, and I'm, I'm wondering to myself as I'm driving along listening to this guy spew this things that are coming out of his mouth, you know, I can foresee a time the way we're treating police officers, and don't get me wrong, there are bad apples in everything, and one bad guy can ruin it for everybody. But I can foresee a time if we keep treating police officers like this and hindering what they're capable of doing, that they're going to roll up on a call and they're going to have two options. I either shoot the guy and throw down a gun so it looks like he pulled one on me, or I just don't arrest people anymore because if I do, I'm going to go to jail. That's a terrible thing to think. But look at what we've done to them. We're pushing these guys way out where they're not going to have options anymore in handling crime. It's a great point, Joe. And we've seen a number of videos from around the country where police officers did not intervene when there was looting, when there was rioting, when things were being broken, when when things turned you know, they were they were not there. I mean, New York City was probably the, the, the biggest example. And it's caused a real problem between Governor Andrew Cuomo and Mayor Bill de Blasio to the point that Cuomo said in a statement, basically insinuating that he has the power to remove Bill de Blasio as mayor if he chooses to do so. I mean, that's how angry Cuomo was about the lack of action that de Blasio, whether he instructed the police to stand down or whatever it was that he did, Cuomo was livid at what happened in New York City under de Blasio and his orders. You're up on the bottom line, News Radio 610 K1A. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hey, my name is Jason. I'm calling from Yakima. Uh, I have a couple of quick things and then a, a story. Okay. Uh, first off, justice needs to, to prevail. Yes. And you are innocent in this country until proven until proven guilty. Uh, second thing is I'd like to compliment, and I do not stand by, you know, for what happened to George Floyd, but I'm sure anybody in their right mind would not say that this protesting is helping the cause for racial equality. Um, I have had more than one time a police officer uh, was in the wrong place at the wrong time and had them pull their service weapon on me, and nothing happened because I complied, and I wasn't breaking the law. I also wanted to say that uh, YPD's response to my house when I caught a burglar in my garage on Friday night was awesome. It was multiracial. My neighbors were multiracial. Everything went down. I was armed when I had him, finally had him down with my neighbors. And people need to realize that there are bad apples everywhere, and we need to do the things that we need to do to get rid of the bad apples. And I just wanted to commend the response that the YPD had and how quick they were, how professional they were, and how they took the suspect into custody and the follow-up and everything that they had. I am tired of the bad apples spoiling the bin. We need to get rid of the bad apples. Jason, thanks for the call and for sharing the story. And I'm sure if anybody with YPD or associated with the city of Yakima is listening, be very happy to hear uh, what you had to say about their response and their actions on Friday night at your residence, and glad everybody's safe. You're up on the bottom line, News Radio 610 KONA. Your name, where are you calling from? 
This is Max calling from Kennewick. What's up, Max? I just wanted to chime in on something I heard on Fox last night, and I don't have the exact stuff, and I wish I did. I've got to try and verify. It was on Tucker Carlson's program. He had a consultant on there who said that last year in America there were 10 million, I think it was arrests. And out of those 10 million, there were 41 that involved shootings of unarmed civilians. Of the 41 unarmed civilians that were shot by police, about two-thirds were white and one-third were black. And the whole point of this particular guest on the program was that, first of all, we don't have a problem with uh, racial uh, injustice when it comes to the police and people they have to arrest or interact with. And... uh, that it's minuscule when you look at the scope of the uh, interactions and the things that happen. And if you look at the data, it basically tells you that it's going to happen again. It's too big of uh, a a data pool and too much activity not to. It doesn't justify it or make it right. It doesn't mean that the people involved shouldn't be very upset that they had a relative or friend who was victimized, but statistically it's almost insignificant, and the cops are doing a good job. That's basically what it says. So I guess you can bring it down to a local problem and say, okay, we got a problem in this particular locale and something needs to be done, but you can't say that this is an endemic problem with the police and race. It just doesn't support it. Thanks for the call, Max. Appreciate it. 547-1610 is the number if you want to get involved. Take a quick time out. I'm back with more. Your calls as well as your emails. 547-1610 is the number. 610k1a.com. Bottom line page. Your name, where you're listening, what you'd like to say via email. And, of course, you can always get a hold of us via Twitter at bottom line 610 And we're on Parlor as well. At the bottom line, 610. More discussion when we get back. Give us your bottom line. Call 509-547-1610. Now, back to the show. Presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser. Back at the bottom line, is Radio 610 k 547-1610, the number to get involved. Going to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Use Radio 610 K1A. Thanks for your patience. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Uh, yeah, this is T. I'm calling from Kennewick. What's um, up? Hey, you know, uh, we're not going to get out of this mess anytime soon because people, uh, it's convenient to just lie because you can lie and say, you can tell the nice lies and just kind of let things ride and you don't get fired. You don't get uh, Twitter uh, swatted or whatever. And uh, the thing is, we all got to be honest about this and just say the truth. And the truth is that police officers are less likely to kill a black man in the same way that if they were having the same interaction with a white guy, they would they would be more uh, quick to shoot the white guy. And the reason is, is because... They don't want to have happen to them what always happens when you see, like in Ferguson with Mike Brown, 
They don't want to become a uh, celebrity, <laughs> if you will. They don't want to have their life ruined from these interactions. And uh, that's the uh, studies have been done. It's a fact. Um, if you look at uh, there's there's different statistics the FBI keeps uh, they used to keep based on who does violent crime and that the communities that do a higher percentage of violent crime per thousand are the same ones that are getting killed at a higher level uh a less higher level than white people committing the same actions but at a higher level than their uh, group essentially you get what i'm saying no we hear you thanks for the call t Five four seven one six ten. If you want to get involved in the program, um, Lieutenant Governor of the state of Washington, Cyrus Abib, who uh, is not running for re-election, he has decided that he is going to leave politics and join uh, a Jesuit seminary to become a priest. He put out a statement saying the purpose of curfews is not to limit looting. Looting is illegal with or without a curfew in place. The purpose of curfews is to limit peaceful protest. The preemptive use of curfews has escalated this situation, endangered the public, and is almost certainly unconstitutional. Interesting rebuke of the mayor of Seattle, the governor, and many others that have put curfews in place. It's an interesting thought, interesting discussion. You're up on the bottom line, News Radio 610 K O N A. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hi, it's Bernie from Kennewick. What's up, Bernie? Well, all this news, starting with the coronavirus and now the rioting and everything like that, it is so, so depressing. I, I'm, my wife asked me what's wrong, and it's all the bad news. There's got to be some good news out there that, I know it would be harder for you guys to find that because the bad news is everywhere and, and everybody wants to hear it. But, gosh, we there's, there's good stuff out there. And I hope you guys can find it because I, I'm about at the end of my rope just listening to it. It's that way. Okay. Bye. Thanks for the call, Bernie. Uh, you know, if everything was raised to sunshine, we uh, we would have a much different world, but it is not. Yeah, I just, I, I I get what you're saying, Bernie. I I do. Um, I, I've said this so many times. I might as well just play the recording back. Um, the job of the news media should be to say what's going on in the community, state, nation, world, whatever. Um. And it, it's about information. And I, 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 I'd like to agree with you, Bernie, but the fact of the matter is more people don't want to hear the positive, even now. And I know that sounds so cynical, but it's not cynicism. It's study after study after study after study. When news organizations, radio, TV, newspaper start putting in more of the quote-unquote good news out there, their listenership, their viewership, their subscriptions plummet. 
Is that because people don't want to hear that or read that or see that? I don't know. But I, I look, I don't like it that way. I don't like it that way. But that's that's the way it is. And I, I know that sounds like a bit of a rambling take, but that's that's the you know, we do try to bring happy news, not happy news, I, less negative news. Um, but we don't consciously make an effort to say today we're going to inundate our listeners with all the bad news and we're not going to do any positive news or we don't say, well, we need X amount of happy stories to go along with the Y amount of bad stories. Some places might. We just bring you what we bring you. Whatever's going on, in in a lot of ways, it doesn't matter to us whether it's good, quote unquote, good news or not. I hope I made that clear. You know, it is much, you know, it's easier to have a conversation about where you want to get a cheeseburger, unless it's with my wife, because then we talk about eight or seven, six or seven different places before we finally figure out which one we want to get a cheeseburger from. But, um, just kidding, dear. Um, it's easier to have a conversation about that than it is to have a conversation about something that's going to evoke uh, emotion or thought, particularly thought, because a lot of people don't like to think about certain things unless they're forced to. And, you know, Drew Brees, the quarterback for the New Orleans Saints, is getting pounded on social media, getting pounded by a lot of his fellow NFL players, he's getting pounded by teammates because he he was asked about if his stance regarding um, kneeling for the flag has changed in light of this situation, and he said, no, it hasn't. So here's what we get. We get Aaron Rodgers and Richard Sherman and Michael Thomas and LeBron James and all these other people coming out and telling Aaron, telling Drew Brees he doesn't get it. Here's what I don't get. Regardless of whether or not you you agree with what Breeze said and what his stance is, he has the right to his opinion. And he has the right to have his opinion and not try to be browbeaten and bullied down by the people who disagree with his opinion and tell him that he's this and that and so on and so forth. Because I can tell you right now, if Aaron Rodgers came out with a statement that said, I'm going to kneel for the flag for every single game because of this, and somebody turned around and made a negative comment to him about it, well, they would be a racist. Or they would they would be something else. They would be this or they would be this. So Aaron Rodgers' thoughts and opinion is protected, but Drew Brees' is not. And that's, that's part of the problem. Part of the problem is not allowing people to think about something unrelated and share their opinion about it without being browbeaten and bullied down because they don't because other people don't agree that are quote woke the flag kneeling had nothing to do with George Floyd it still has nothing to do with George Floyd you can decide you can make up your mind what you think it did or did not have to deal with but Drew Brees expressed his opinion and immediately he became the subject of scorn on social media that's not the way it's supposed to work if you don't like it you have a conversation or you're supposed to. That's what adults do. 
They don't take cheap shots on social media. Join the show. Call the LegendsCasino.com hotline, 509-547-1610. Back to the bottom line with Robin Ed, presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser on News Radio 610, KONA. Back at the bottom line, News Radio 610, KONA. The phone number is 547-1610. Email, bottom line page at 610kona.com. Your name, where you're listening, what you'd like to say. We're on Twitter at Bottom Line 610 and Parlor at the Bottom Line 610. And, uh, you know, I'll tell you what, Ed, RoofMax guys came out, put the application on my roof. Roof looks fantastic. It's clean. It looks almost like new. And if you've you've heard a lot about RoofMax here on News Radio 610 K1A, but what do you know about RoofMax? Well, what I can tell you is that the application that they use was developed at Patel along with Ohio State University. So it's a product developed by a company in the Tri-Cities. And what it does is it basically nourishes your shingles. So like you water your lawn to make sure that your lawn grows, well, this puts the oils and everything else back into your shingles so that they are able to continue to withstand the climate and the weather here in the Tri-Cities. It can make your last roof last another five years, 10 years, 15 years, just depending on the condition your roof is in now. And the RoofMax guys will be honest with you. They'll tell you, look, your roof, our application is not going to help. You're probably going to need a new roof. Or we can get you this much time out of your roof, save you a few bucks, because it's only 15 to 20% the cost of getting a new roof. So have the RoofMax guys come out and give you a free quote. They'll take a look at your roof. They'll be up front with you. They'll let you know what the deal is. Get a hold of them today. Have them come out and look, because you can save a lot of money and get a lot of years left out of your roof by calling RoofMax. Um you know, we continue to look over, and I guess the, the, the incidents, and I don't know if the governor necessarily alluded to them in his press conference, but apparently there was some tear gas dropped uh, in Seattle last night, and, um, you know, things escalated. There's no question about that uh, in Seattle and, and a number of other cities. Um, you know, one of the things that I guess is surprised, well, I shouldn't say it has surprised me, but... We've, and one of our other callers alluded to, and I think it was Jason, alluded to the protesting. And and look, you can support people's First Amendment right to assemble peacefully and protest. And you can condemn the looters and the rioters because that's not peaceful and that's not protesting, that's opportunist. You can believe that the police officer in Minnesota crossed the line and you could still support police officers as a whole. As I believe he alluded to, bad apples. You can believe that what's going on in the aftermath could be positive, but you could also see where some of the actions that have followed are not going to change the dial. It's not going to move the needle because with every positive, a negative has been allowed to work its way in. And what do people remember more? Do they remember the peaceful protests walking down the street or do they remember the Molotov cocktails, the bricks and the rocks? That's the one thing that distinguished the civil rights movement and why Martin Luther King still stands out and resonates to this day because the photos that you saw were of people marching 
locked arm or people marching together. The photos of violence that you saw were not from them. They were from the opposition. And it wound up building a swell of support for Dr. King and the civil rights movement. You're up on the bottom line, News Radio 610 K1A. Your name, where are you calling from? This is Mott in Richmond. What's on your mind? Um, in the governor's speech, uh, he was asked about the uh, social distancing for coronavirus with the, um, the protests that were going on. And he said that, well, you had to respect the, their First Amendment rights. But uh, he's been uh, very tough on our uh, freedom of religion and not allowing churches to uh, assemble. So he's uh, pretty selective in what rights he wants to allow people to have. No, he says it's about that in any way, shape, or form. It's been that way from the beginning. Um, but what? But what he's just done, and 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 I can't stress this enough. The governor's reactions to the protests and the governor's reactions to the people piling in the street has completely and totally destroyed his coronavirus narrative. It has utterly destroyed it. You're going to tell me thousands of people can flood into the streets and a business can't open. Well, he was asked about the whole social distancing, masks, and and whatnot, and and uh, he said, well, what I saw, you know, people were wearing masks. They were doing it the right way. And then there was a, a comment about um, tear gas, that once they deployed tear gas, by having the protesters tear up, it then opened themselves up to transmit and receive coronavirus through the tear ducts. Well, yes, because, you know, we can't stop the looting because then they might get coronavirus. So we can't we can't do anything to make sure they get to help them get coronavirus. We'll just let them burn stores. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. That's the absolute logic. Yeah, that's the absolute logic. But again, he's pandering. He's pandering. Yeah. And that's why he he says the things that he says in in that regard. He's pandering. Um, You you can arrest people that are doing things like that. And apparently in Los Angeles, 2,700 people have been arrested since protests began Friday. You're up at the bottom line, News Radio 610 K1A. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Uh, from Richmond. Um, I agree. You're, uh, I agree. He's pandering 100%. I'm with you. But, like, I, oh, how do you put it without being rude? Are, is, are everybody, is everybody just that, I mean, 50% of people that stupid? Or whoever votes for them, are they just that stupid that they can't see this? Like, it seems to me that I know a few people that used to be left and Democrats, they've changed because of things that have been happening throughout the last four years or so. But it still seems like people just bow to Inslee thinks he's some genius when it's seems completely obviously he's a liar a cheat he probably i don't even want to get into it because i don't have very i don't have a lot of kind words i can use on the radio but i think you get where i'm coming from no absolutely here's the thing to keep in mind when it comes to the governor and and a a good portion of the voter base um it's it's not what you do it's what you say uh over there if you say the right things and you have the right letter after your name you're going to win And it became extremely evident when it looked like Rob McKenna was all but a shoe-in to be the next governor in the state of Washington and the first governor since 1980. There was a Republican. It looked like he was a shoe-in. 
And then Jay Inslee comes at a, you know, comes from behind and wins as governor, and it it set a shockwave because Inslee really wasn't given much of a shot. He didn't know Olympia. He had never spent time in Olympia. Um, so it was just kind of believed that, that McKenna and had good relationships on the west side as well and that he was going to win. But what Inslee showed was that there had definitely been a change in the thought process and that it really was more important to have somebody with a D that said all the nice things we wanted to hear, regardless of what they did, because he hasn't done much. It's not about doing your job. It's about saying what you're going to do and saying all the nice things. And that's what Inslee has done in, in these two press conferences. He has said the right things to make sure that those people that empathize vote for him. Um, <clears throat> so we're not going to get leadership. I mean, here's the other part with the governor. Over the weekend when he mobilized the National Guard, he made a, made a uh, an unusual public statement on social media regarding the mobilization. He basically let the public know that the National Guard was going to be unarmed. Yeah, he made it a point to say... In, in all in, capital letters, in, unarmed. In essence, don't worry. That was a parenthetical statement. He didn't say that. But in, par- in parentheses, he said, don't worry, you know, protesters all the way up to looters and rioters. I am dispatching the Washington National Guard unarmed. And here's the thing. Supportive role to help out. He could have just simply said that the National Guard was being deployed. He could have deployed them unarmed without making it public. Could have just said they've been deployed. Well, that might that might put a put a little bit of a scare into some people that are out there trashing property and setting fire to things that well, the National Guard's coming. They don't know that they're not armed. But yeah, but that coming. would also scare all those peaceful protesters in his mind. Maybe it would scare, maybe, and maybe I'm a little naive here, but if you're not doing anything wrong, you don't have anything to be afraid of. And that includes protesting. If you're peacefully protesting, you don't have anything to be afraid of. If you're throwing Molotov cocktails at rocks and bricks, you got something to be afraid of. But here's the thing. You put the doubt in people's minds so that they don't engage in that type of behavior. But by saying unarmed, he pretty much said, yeah, they're coming in. Uh, they're not really going to be doing anything to stop you. So if you hit them with a brick, um, they're not going to have anything to respond. You can do what you want. They're, they're not going to be able to stop you. They don't have any weapons. So carry on. Keep looting. You're up on the bottom line. News Radio 610-KONA. Your name, where are you calling from? Hey, guys. Joe again. I heard that thing about the National Guard, and that was exactly my comment. Well, why not just tell them that the police aren't going to arrest you? They're just going to stand there and take pictures and watch. You know, pretty soon we're going to get to the point where these are going to be the orders we give the police. Do not interfere with the protesters. Um, they're exercising their First Amendment rights, and any, fear, any interference will, uh, will, be, will be seen as a, you know, a violation of their civil rights. And then the cops, and you give the, take the guns, the cops and the National Guard, and the National Guard and the cops are going to say, well, you know what, I'm not going to stand here and be a guinea pig for your next science experiment. I'm going home. And then we're right back where we started. Everybody's looting. Everybody's causing problems. Everybody's doing exactly what they want to do. And we haven't solved a thing. And to reiterate earlier, this man is an idiot, and he's going to get people hurt, and nobody is paying attention to this.
Thanks for the call, Joe. Here's the other issue, too, that comes with that. The governor is sending in National Guardsmen unarmed into potentially violent situations where people may be carrying weapons. He's sending them in unarmed. What what message does that send to the National Guardsmen that you're being sent in potentially to deal with a crowd that may have sticks, that may have pipes, that may have rocks, that may have bricks, that may have all these other things, and you can't defend yourself. You don't have the ability to either pull your firearm or have a baton. You, you, you don't have anything to defend yourself. So you're sending them in the line of fire without anything, and publicly saying they don't have anything to defend themselves. If I was a National Guardsman, I would have real concerns about that situation. You're up on the bottom line, News Radio 610 KONA. Your name, where are you calling from? Hey, this is Jim. I got a question for you. Uh, was there an incident in Tacoma today with involved with an officer putting his knee to somebody's neck? Uh, thanks for the call, Jim. I know there was one over the weekend in Seattle uh, where a protester was taken down. A police officer put his knee on the back of the neck, and then another police officer from Seattle uh, actually had come over and moved that officer's knee from the back of the neck to where it's actually taught to be, and that is between the shoulder blades. Um, I, I've got a, a, a friend who is a defense tactic instructor. And we were talking about that. And he said the knee is supposed to go between the shoulder blades. It's not supposed to go on the back of the neck. It's supposed to go between the shoulder blades. So that officer in Seattle moved the knee back to where it was supposed to be between the blades and took the pressure off the neck. Was there an incident incident in Tacoma as well, Ed? I, I'm I'm looking to see when this was. There was, there was reference to... Uh, the the case of Manuel Ellis, um, but I need to double check on when that actually happened. There was a case where Manuel Ellis of Tacoma died of respi- uh, of respiratory arrest um, or being choked out while being restrained um, by a Tacoma police officer while in handcuffs. Um, March third. This happened March third. So um, it was not. It was not uh, recent, like in the next in the last couple of days. It was a couple of months ago. Um, so I hope that clears that up. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Hey, it's Jim again. It did. Thank you. I have uh, just two comments. Uh, the National Guard. They might as well just put bullseyes on their back. And my second thing. When I was growing up, uh, it was not in this state, but we had a lot of civil unrest. And the fire department used to come out and would turn the hoses on them, whoever they were, it didn't matter. And if that didn't work, then they, then they would release the dogs. I just wonder why they just don't use the hoses anymore. It's, it's uh, you know, it does the job, and uh, it, it definitely, see, I've seen it where it breaks a crowd up. But, see, the, appreciate the, uh, the call. The, Absolutely. The, the point is um, that places like Seattle, places like Portland, uh, and others around the country, they're not interested in breaking things up they want they 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 say they want peaceful protests as i think just about all of us can agree that that is a constitutional right but they would rather 
allow everything than try to scale back or or stop anything uh, for fear of a lawsuit or fear of upsetting their base. Let's go to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? This is Robert in Richland. Hi, Robert. What's up? Not much. You got my attention with the comments on the National Guard. Uh, we've got a problem in this state with our guard. It's under under strength. It, it doesn't reach its uh, federal manning levels. Uh, they're poorly equipped. Uh, geez, retention is, is in the tubes. And I don't think uh, the unarming uh, National Guardsmen to respond to a domestic emergency is, is going to help retention at all. There's also several leadership failures. So, And I think that there's a lot of blame to go around, but I think ultimately it goes to the governor's office. Appreciate the call. Thank you very much. And there's no question that's where the buck stops, but good luck ever, ever, ever seeing him acknowledge that he's made a mistake or erred somewhere or unprepared people. Speak your piece. Call 509-547-1610. More of The Bottom Line, presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser on News Radio 610 KONA. Bottom Line, News Radio 610 KONA. Final few minutes here at hour number one. Going to go right to the phones. You're up on the show. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hey, guys. Dan from Kennewick. What's up, Dan? Hey, uh, that fella called in talking about the one in Tacoma that happened. The... The whole big deal about that one is the fact that, yeah, it happened back in March, but the official report or the coroner's report, whatever, whichever way it was, was just released today. And so the concern was with that being released today, even though it happened a while back, it's just going to feed the flames. Appreciate the call. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um, Looking at that during the commercial break, yeah, that's uh, that's absolutely the case. And I don't know. I mean, <laughs> you can the, the notion that releasing information will only fan the flames of a current situation is not a, in my view, an excuse not to do something. Because again, you can make that argument at any point. Um, at any point, you release that information. You know, who who's to say that if if they weren't rioting in Tacoma already, would they start after that? You know, who knows? Um, I don't know. It, but yes, it was it was a, a similar um, situation two months ago. And um, sorry, three months ago, three months ago, March 3rd. Um, that again, it's, it, you know, it's, it's back in the news because they, they came out with their report. We got a message on Twitter from team slam. All that are government protesters are government paid individuals who do not work, care not to work and have never worked. They bilk and pillage our government system through welfare, government handouts and free subsidized food panhandling daily until they have to riot and loot. Thanks for your message. Appreciate it. As we do, everybody who chimes in via phone, via email, via Twitter, we'll be back to talk more. And, um, you know, I think there are a couple things that we have not touched on yet regarding uh, the situation as a whole. And I think it's fair that 
we move down that line because I think there is a there is a definite difference in perspective um, from the average person, and then what you see being portrayed. 